let's talk about productivity. More specifically, the insatiable demand of being an entrepreneur on social media, establishing sanity limits, how to increase productivity without paying for it with your health, and finally, having a healthy understanding of our ever-present adversary, burnout. This is Bill Strand. I am the host of this Reptile Entrepreneur podcast, and I admit to frequently close calls with burnout and challenges in implementing some of the very good advice I am about to share. So first, let's set the stage. Social media is overwhelming. Not can be or may be, but is. How many social media platforms are you on? Or more accurately, how many outreach efforts do you have? Email list, that counts. Amazon Live storefront, that certainly counts. You're making content for it, right? A blog for your website? If you're making blog entries, well, that's content. In fact, so far on this podcast, we've gone over Instagram and TikTok. Ahead of us is YouTube, podcast, email list, live storefronts, and a whole website. And before you know it, 2023 will be upon us, and we'll be going over all sorts of other opportunities to suck your time away. Yes, I suppose we're lucky. We have available to us the most amazing outreach capabilities in the entire history of our species on Earth. Anyone with an internet connection has free access to billions of people around the globe. Just consider that mind-blowing fact. And so now, single-person entrepreneurs can run an entire company from our phones. We have the unprecedented opportunity to make something happen along with the increased burden of doing everything a company with 20-plus employees was doing before. So it's no surprise that we have entrepreneurs breaking out of every corner, as well as people flaming out because of having no boundaries for themselves. Although it seems a strange concept to have boundaries with something we ourselves want, the fact is that we are using tools, and by that I mean social media, that have a life of their own. And that all is exciting, but also overwhelming. But enough of this high-level talk. Let's go ahead and bring it down to, uh, say, what, we, what we've just been talking about here on the podcast. Even just Instagram or TikTok can take so much from you that it will burn you to a crisp. Try and do both and you're doubly in danger. This is because you are literally never done. Instagram, TikTok, or any other platform is there for you to post content 24-7. And once you do, the next question is, well, what's next? These platforms are a black hole that will suck up all you can offer. With Instagram and TikTok in their race to be the biggest, they are both recommending that we all post three short-form videos a day, and that will get us growth. Who in the world can do this? Well, people serious about growth on their platform, I suppose. If they are an Instagram or TikTok coach, then you can bet their reputation depends on their follower number. So their income depends on their size and growth. The question is, what does your income depend on? Make sure you're not caught up in a race that's not really to your benefit. Because really, if you're selling geckos, is 20,000 followers better than 10,000 followers? At a high level, yes. But if you can only sell 1,000 geckos a year, then perhaps your priority should be on focusing on the followers that you have 
Go ahead and try to grow, but your priority would be on quality of follower. Regardless, here's the bottom line. If your competitors post more than you, then they will probably be growing faster than you. Right now we're at a stage, at least with Instagram and maybe TikTok, where quantity has overtaken quality as the priority. This is why you have seen so much inane content thrown against the digital wall. It's like buying lottery tickets trying to find the random combination of content and timing that amuses the most amount of people for 15 viral seconds. And since success is very often not tied to how much effort you put into the actual content, you will be doubly frustrated to see people with content of lower quality than yours growing faster. I'll circle back to making sure we serve our followers later in this very strange world that we find ourselves in, but there's no way to sugarcoat the fact that we all know the more you can post, the more you will grow. And people use all their unfair advantages they can to do it. So yes, if you slow down for a mental health day and go and do something healthy with your spouse in the natural unfiltered sunlight, then you will come back behind whomever didn't take a break. How important that really is, is a discussion we need to have soon, but right now we need to acknowledge that the formula for growth is harshly simple. Publish more to get more. Take a break and lose momentum. So we understand this, yes? I will make the argument that we should take a high-level, long-term view on things, though, and hopefully we can find an acceptable and reasonable time budget that works for you. So we need to go into this discussion with the following points of understanding. One, our social media platforms are insatiable for content, and there is never a point where you are done until you unglue yourself from them. Two, if you take a break for whatever reason, you will lose momentum and take a hit on growth. Three, if growth is not your measure of success, then make sure you do not get caught up in the addictive game of just gathering more followers. Four, grinding every day doesn't help you one bit if you flare out. Success will be for the person that can keep going. So it is imperative that you determine what your sustainable rate of content production is and not expect more from yourself unless you get help. And five, your sustainable rate of content production will rise and fall depending on your life situations. Your directive here is to establish a sustainable rate of content creation, and then you maintain that while we work on efficiencies and eventually getting you help to increase your output. And yes, you getting better at content creation, getting proficient at repurposing content, and getting better with your tools will increase your productivity. That is definitely a valid strategy. But I think it's time we explored that word burnout. Because that's the reason for watching these things carefully. It is dangerously easy to let yourself get caught up in an overwhelming daily grind that requires a constant production of multimedia content. Typically, you have set the production calendar to be just a little bit beyond what you can produce when you are at maximum productivity. I mean, if last week you churned out five reels, it follows you should be able to do that this week. And, you know, just a little repurposing for YouTube and TikTok shouldn't add too much more to the burden. And therein is the trap. Because you are adding to your burden, are you taking away from somewhere else? Is there some extra video game time that you spent last week that you're giving up for this week? 
Because if you worked seven days last week and didn't have any downtime, then you actually need to factor in a productivity decrease due to the growing burnout points you're accumulating. When we think about burnout, we tend to think about the final crash when our brain just gives up and everything stops. But burnout is a progression. Constant stress accumulates until you crash. And with this accumulation of stress, your productivity is on the decline. So, no, you're not able to maintain your peak productivity if you keep pushing yourself. It is curious how we do not apply what we know to ourselves. Anyone watching a good Western movie knows you can't ride your horses all day. You need to give them rest time. Most of you are reptile keepers. What happens when your husbandry is off? Will your reptile get sick? No, not right away. But as the effects of bad husbandry accumulate, the immune system is increasingly compromised until it is too weak to defend against the always-present bacterial invaders. It's the same with burnout. If you find yourself suddenly stuck staring at the computer screen screaming inside your head because your fingers just won't type the words, then you have burned out. But whether you know it or not, in the last week or two, you have had a steady decrease in productivity as the burnout grew. And I know, the hardest thing for entrepreneurs and content creators to do is to take a break and refresh their creativity. Because we have a vision as to where we want to go, and we know the only thing keeping us from accomplishing this new world is for us to make it happen. So we are our own driver, and every moment that we are not working on it, we are thinking we should get back to it. And every time we see someone else post to social media, we are reminded that we haven't posted anything in the last two hours. Oh no. So we have a built-in 24-7 drive to create. And there are many aspects to that dynamic. We've talked about making sure you take care of your family in an emotional way to ensure they're still by your side when you succeed with your entrepreneurial goal. And th this is a critical part to your success. And if you haven't already, I encourage you to listen to Season 1, Episode 7. It's all about taking care of yourself in the way that you make sure you do not sacrifice the important things, such as family and health, in your campaign to create your business. But you also need to recognize that you are the most valuable part of the business. You are the creative center. And yes, your health needs to be protected, but also your creativity. And this requires rest. You need to schedule in downtime. And here's where I'm glad you can't see my everyday life because I am the worst offender when it comes to downtime. I schedule a day off and it will get pushed back day after day for a week and a half and end up being only an afternoon off. And then, of course, I pay for it. Eventually, my body crashes and I can't type a thing. In a way, I suppose I would be okay with that being the natural boundary for me, except that the week before that happened, I was operating at 50% productivity. And the week before that, I was operating at 70% productivity. Sure, I was doing work, but it was neither inspired nor done efficiently. So, yes, I will be listening to this episode after I release it and trying to do what I say. Unfortunately, my wife listens to this podcast, and it's not uncommon for her to say to me, You know, I heard a great podcast, and that guy say it was a good idea to... Insert something I know I should do, but am not. So don't worry, folks. I am supervised. I cannot get away with do as I say, not as I do. And that's a good thing because the rewards are substantial. 
I love the ideas I come up with when I am fresh. I get a renewed excitement, a renewed purpose, and a renewed vision. So it is 100% worth taking care of myself. Now, how about we talk about ways of increasing productivity? The best way to do that is called batching. And that is where you do things ahead of time and you publish them throughout the next week or so. That's because the worst thing about content creation is the regular release schedule. It's relentless. A weekly podcast, a weekly or twice weekly YouTube video, a daily post or even three to four times a day posting, a weekly email. And if you successfully pull all that off in one week, you get the reward of doing it again the next week. And if you just barely made it on time, then you are the content creator equivalent of living paycheck to paycheck, and there is no downtime. You will burn out soon, and what happens when a family emergency happens? Just last week, my daughter needed to go to the emergency room. This was zero minutes notice, and my allotted time to complete my podcast evaporated. Sure, one would think I could have done at least the writing in the waiting room, but my brain gets fuzzy. I can't think there. It's like being on an airplane. Theoretically, you have hours to work, but my airplane productivity is lucky to be at 30%. You never realize how on the edge you are until you miss half a day and see how schedules and deadlines crumble. The solution to this is to batch episodes and content. And that means doing a week's worth of content in one day or a month's worth of episodes in one week. It is a flurry of activity, and you need time to dedicate to it, but this frees you up for the rest of the week or month to interact or work on other things without the daily pressure to produce. For podcasts and YouTube videos, you can finish them ahead of time and easily load them up for a scheduled release. With Instagram or TikTok, it's a little more complicated. A paid third-party software planner like Later or Planoly is required. Instagram has the advantage that it can be controlled with the Meta Business Suite, which is free if you have a Facebook page in addition to your Instagram account. I have been using the Meta Business Suite, and it is quite suitable. It isn't that elegant in its execution, but it is functional, and it allows me to load up weeks or even months of content ahead of time. One of the things your social media app loves most is consistency. And if you are, for example, struggling with figuring out reels or you have a complication in your home life, like a medical issue or whatnot, I'd like to introduce you to a social media maintenance mode where you load up 14 images for Instagram to go out one a day and you can now take care of what you need to take care of in your life. True, you may go down to a low growth mode, but you'll still show engagement to the algorithm. If your family needs you, you need to free your mind of the social media black hole and attend to them. Don't worry, the grind will be waiting for you to return. But there are times when you have to put it aside and deal with what is more important. TikTok's a little more tricky as you will need to batch videos and you often have to build those within the app. But you can still do this by creating a bunch and saving them to drafts or using one of the tools mentioned before. In some cases, like if you use the draft or in some of these tools, there is one last step when you want to schedule a release. And so in that case, you just set your alarm for the same time every day and spend just a couple of minutes doing the final step of the release. 
but the hard part of creating the content has already been done. And you don't need to wait for an medical emergency to employ this strategy. You can do it when you just need to take a mental break. As for me personally, I batch content as a regularly scheduled event, usually Sunday mornings, so that I'm always ready for the unexpected schedule destroyers. Now, when you get to a certain level, it is reasonable to think about getting help. If you are at a certain level of social media output that is taking your entire day and you feel trapped on a hamster wheel, then it's probably time to either reevaluate whether this amount of social media is truly serving your purpose or else consider hiring someone to help you. It is a crazy thought, I know, because we started this only with ourselves, but you can find social media managers that can help you. You can start on the website, fiverr.com. You can find editors, people who will make posts for you, and social media managers. They come at a wide range of price ranges, so you can try it without a lot of risk. Though the old adage holds true, you get what you pay for. The platform Fiverr.com started life with jobs for $5, but they have expanded to offer professional-level services, so you could get some help for $50 or $2,000. There are video editors and podcast editors. The trick is to find someone you work well with. Luckily, you can hire them on a per-project basis, so you can try out a number of them until you find the one that you work well with. I know many of you have never thought of bringing on help and may be intimidated by the thought because it really does take a lot of work to manage someone to do the work. And it may take more time in the beginning to explain what you want and to get somebody up to speed, but it should be worth it if you are in this for the long haul. Whether it's worth the money depends on how much time it saves for you and what will you do with that time. Ask yourself, what could you do with the time that's freed up? And how much will the end result of you doing that be worth when you finish? If your help is $1,000 a month and that allows you to launch and maintain your YouTube channel, what opportunities does that bring? Is it worth more than $1,000 a month, at least eventually? That is something that you alone can answer, of course. So where does this leave us? I hope it has left you with a renewed respect for yourself as the most valuable part of the business and a conviction to safeguard that most valuable part. If there was a machine that was the core of the business, you would make sure that machine was serviced and maintained on a regular basis. Anyone risking that machine would be walked out of the building. So you do have a machine that is the creative and spiritual center of your business or content creation outreach. And the time to realize that this is you and you should treat yourself exactly like you would a specialized machine is now. Take care of yourself. This means make sure you set reasonable expectations for yourself. Bring on help when the need for deliverables exceeds your reasonable output. And you take breaks to refresh yourself and deal with whatever is happening in your family. Remember that it's no good if you burn out. Our community needs people who will be around for the long haul. It is those people and businesses that form cornerstones for the community to build upon. So let's work on sustainable build plans. And with that, I think it's time for me to sign off. Every episode, I close off telling you all to take care of yourself. And yes, I plan on continuously reminding you of what that means. And if necessary, give you permission to do it. Because it is truly necessary for your success. So, please, take care of yourself, take care of our reptile community, and let's see what we can build.